everybody. It is Thursday, July 13th, 2017, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Sam Suvak. Yes, hello. <laughs> I got it right this time. Um, and Good job, Bobby. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's only been, uh, I think it's been about a year of me saying your name wrong, so... We're off to a, a good start here. Second time on the podcast, I got it right though, so um, I'll, I'll take that. And Mr. Matt Wood is here. Hi, but it's it's Matt Wood. Actually. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Sorry, oh, sorry. Nice. All right, I've just been putting up with it for a while. <laughs> you and Mara both, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, we it's it's we just talk. That that's that's how we wake up in the morning and people still say our names wrong. Mm, mm. You just yeah. get tired of fighting after a while. You just give in. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Um, I. It, it, when 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 you and Mara well when Mara first started writing for the site right you guys weren't married yet so mm-hmm. her last name was still Whiteside at that point right. so yeah. but whatever I have to email her I always just have to type in her maiden last name yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's almost like she's a uh... Not proud. Hedging her bets. She's hedging her bets. She's like, oh, yeah. let me just keep the email address the same. Well, just, and the you know. books that she's putting on are the wood's still on there. It's so true. I, I can't. I don't know. That's a good slogan. <laughs> <laughs> the wood's still, still on, on there. there. Matt Wood. Matt, you got a Washington. good. You got a good beard. People aren't watching the video. You got a good beard going on. You really? Oh like, yeah, man. Yeah. It's summer, so I don't. I I don't want to shave. But wouldn't that be the opposite though? Because isn't it like super ass hot where you are? <laughs> it is. That is. That is. That's what the meteorologist says. Every yeah, day. yeah, 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 yeah. It's currently still super ass hot. July. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. And the, the super ass is actually quite appropriate because it's really humid here, so mm. it's bumpy ass. Yeah, yeah. It's been pretty devastating here too. It's been like ninety degrees and like three hundred percent humidity for three days. Yeah. So yeah, it sucks. Uh, how's it? How's it by you? Let's talk about the weather. All the stuff that the kids want to hear about. Mm, yeah. Um, how's the weather by you, Sam? It is also hot and humid. Mm. So, yeah, you know, things pretty are pretty much the same everywhere. Yeah, it's shitty. We're just a bunch of old people bitching about the weather. Yeah, let's all wow. move to San Diego, where it's seventy-five degrees and beautiful, three hundred sixty-five days of the wait. year. I can't wait. <laughs> Oh yeah, Matt's going to San Diego. I am. I'm so excited. He's man. riding I'm, Mars I, coattails all the way to Comic Con. Happily and proudly. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, um, wouldn't you? Yo, totally, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I I rode Mars coattails in podcast form. So and I, and and her good writing on the site. So I'm, I'm I fully understand. Yes. Yeah. Um, they were uh, they were talking about adding an additional panel for her to be on. I was like, oh my god, that's insane! Uh, <laughs> but uh, for a while, the only venue they could get was like on a boat behind the convention center, and I was like, that's a thing. And like, apparently, there are tons of panels on boats. Uh, that's amazing. So I, I wonder if there's like some kind of weird, sketchy maritime law uh, rule, <laughs> or <laughs> people getting married on them or something. Oh no. Suddenly, I'm, I'm picturing Arrested Development with, the, yeah. with them out on the boat. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are those like, police are people, boats? I used to see, like, like, like it's the only panel where, like, you know, people are in. And this is also San Diego Comic Con, so half of them are, you know, nerdy-ish. So, yeah, they're going to get, you know, like, seasick on that thing. So, I don't know. I don't know. I do. 
What are you gonna do? Um, yeah, so we've got some games to talk about. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna do some listener questions. That's gonna be our main focus this week. Um, yeah. And we're also gonna kind of talk about. We all do videos in actually three different, totally different ways. So we're gonna talk about how we do those, and also talk about you know gear you can get to upgrade and stuff like that. You know, if you're looking to do that kind of stuff. I've had a lot of questions over, especially the last couple of months, about that, including from Sam. So we're gonna we're gonna kill two birds with one stone and uh, do that all right here it's, it's like you're like you're gonna see our production meeting right here live um nice. on the talking games podcast um and also uh, if people don't know i'm sure that everyone who listens to the show already knows this but i was on talking comics this week talking about spider-man so if you want to hear mm. more of this voice you can hear it over there um <laughs> did you talk about young sheldon uh, we didn't talk about Young Sheldon. I had forgotten. I had blocked out Young Sheldon until you mentioned the CBS thing, and then it came yeah. flooding back to me because that's the same place I did. I did see that the yeah. Young Sheldon promo yeah. happened, and I turned to my friend and I go, "Is that the Big Bang Theory thing?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, 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 definitely." Yeah. And I was like, "What theater? What kind of theater did you see it in?" I saw it in like you know a reserve seating. Was it AMC? No, no, it was a okay. National right Amusements, now. I guess, is what oh, what it was. Okay. It was a Cinema de Lou, Island Sixteen Cinema de Lou. <laughs> The uh, fancy, just a little, 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 little tangent on the Sheldon thing, really quick. I, I think it completely misunderstands why that character is popular, and that's because of the actor who plays him. Like, absolutely, people love absolutely. that guy. Yeah. They love him so right. much. They, like, so I don't think like just a little kid who has the same name is going to do as well. But again. The shows that are successful on CBS, I can't understand any of them, why they're popular. Because quality doesn't seem to be a factor in how popular any of them are. So I I just, I don't understand, so... It's exclusively, like, like, like parents. I think think that's what it is. Because, like, every show is, like, somewhat geared towards the 50-ish age range. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, this is kind of hip, or at least what you think is kind of hip. Yeah. You know, like, people love that. And, uh, yeah, and and Mara's, like, like, like she's about to hop on the CBS train with that Star Trek show, which is what I... What I need is more Star yeah. Trek in my house. But that doesn't count really as, as like <laughs> CBS. It's going to be know. on that other that streaming platform or what, what yeah. have you. Um, no, you're right. Star Trek does not count. No, it counts as something good. I'm saying it doesn't count as the usual CBS programming slog. You know, it doesn't yeah. have David Spade or you know uh, yeah. Ray Romano's brother in it or whatever. So um, I am. <laughs> um, and also, you said it's like a it's like a parent thing. Do you think that does that mean like on October seventh, I'm gonna like all of a sudden love CBS? Oh yeah, dude, you better be ready for CSI <laughs> Cincinnati or whatever the hell they're showing nowadays. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm gonna CIS all the way, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop understanding what the word cyber means and misuse it yeah. all the time. You yeah. only watch a show about computers if the computer makes sound effects as mm-hmm. they're typing on mm-hmm. it, and somebody yeah. with like dyed black hair and giant glasses <laughs> yes. is like yeah. uh who wears like I'm a crown when they when they use the computer is like how i'm gonna only <laughs> understand computer stuff um, cyber terrorism is scary <laughs> it is it is um anyway <laughs> off, off topic uh, let's go about, let's go back to video games um i'm not even gonna do a lightning round because i've been playing the same mm. damn game and I, I know people are going to be sick and tired of me talking about it. So I'm not even going to talk about it. Uh, there's a video with you and I. We played PUBG this weekend. It's going to be out um, th- this week. Um, and then starting every Friday now, I've been doing Morning Run, and it's been kind of going back and forth. But every Friday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, I'm going to be playing 
um, PUBG with uh, listener Megan. Um, she is all the way in Australia, so the time difference actually gets so insane that it becomes easy for her to be on at the time I'm going to be doing it. <laughs> so yeah. I can apparently only play that game with people in wildly different time zones. Um, so we're going to start thinking, we're going to, uh, he was already told me that if I win with her and not with him, he's going to be very pissed. Um, but what can I do? It's not my fault. It's one o'clock in the afternoon for him on a Friday then. That's what I've I got to think about that game. Uh, my, uh, yeah, no, I'm not playing. That's no, I know. Like yeah. I said, you're definitely not yeah. playing because you would have played with us if you were playing. Come on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, but my uh, my friend, uh, co-host of Level Select, uh, Ty Watts, and he's been flirting with like building his own computer for a while. Mm -hmm. And over the past week, he finally did it Ooh. just to play that game. <laughs> oh, well, we've, we've got to share Steam names because we need more people yeah. in our squad. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm not there yet, but, you know. It's 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 a slippery it's slope. Going. Sam and I were talking about this yeah. via text message today before she came on, um, yeah. which is oh, yeah. which is how I've this heard. whole topic came up uh, in the first place. Uh, like a zombie bite. Yeah, exactly. It is. It definitely is. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been playing players on the battlegrounds. I put another six seven hours into it. I'm up to around fifty hours in that game now, um, which is nuts for me in a multiplayer game. I don't even know if I play fifty hours of Overwatch. So let's just say that's how crazy it is mm. for me. And previously, Overwatch was like kind of like the standard for me in the last couple of years, or how much I play a multiplayer game. So, uh, super still into it. You know, he and I had some good games. We're getting better. That's all I'll say. We're getting better, uh, which is important. Um, but we're getting the problem is we're getting That's good enough now where when we do really poorly, it starts to get annoying. You know, for me and not enough, for both of us. You know, not as much as like, oh, it's just hilarious. Like we suck at this game. Now we kind of know what we're doing. Like we're still not great at it. I'm not saying we're great at it at all. But we're past the point of like, oh, like I heard shots. Let's just like run and hide. You know, it's like, oh, they heard shots. Let's see how we can get the people doing the shots. You know, um, so when we make stupid mistakes, it 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 hurts. And we lost twice doing really stupid stuff, like stuff that we could have avoided. But. Um, I'm going to play more of it. I play every Friday at 8.30 on twitch.tv slash talking games. So check that out. Um, and one day I'll boot my PS4 back up and play another video game that's not that game. Every time I'm like, oh, I should finish Nier. And it's like, but I could play PUBG. So it's, it's that's happening right now. Um, but uh, Sam has been playing games that are not Players Unknown's Battlegrounds. So I'm going to I'm gonna put three minutes on this, on this lightning round clock here. Um, and I'm going to say go right now. All right. So Lawbreakers had their closed beta about a week and a half ago. And I played quite a bit of that. And it is a fantastic game, you guys. So it's basically a 5v5 uh, first-person shooter. And they've got different characters, different styles. Um, and a lot of what, what's neat about this game is the low-gravity sections of the maps. Um, in addition to, like, your characters have some good jumps, good movement ability and then you get into the low g fly it around and it's it's crazy it's fantastic um there's a field medic character that i thought was going to be like my main uh because i in overwatch i play healers a lot so this field medic has kind of healing orbs kind of like zenyatta but then they also have a grenade launcher like junkrat and junkrat was also one of my mains in overwatch so i was like this is going to be perfect uh, but then somehow I started playing this Wraith character and he's got a machine gun in one hand and then a knife in the other hand. He does is just like, like running up to people, sliding, hitting them with the knife and then kicking them in the face. 
which uh, it's so much fun. I'm not great at it. Still a lot of button mashing for me, but uh, some reason I just love playing that character. And when the beta ended, I was taking the afternoon off from work to come home and get like the last bit of them did. And it turns out it had ended at noon. So I came home and was like, ah, nothing to play. No. So, really <laughs> bummed out about that. I know I was so <laughs> upset. Uh, but it comes out August 8th, it's 30 bucks, and it's it's going to be well worth it. So I, I highly recommend that, and I'm eagerly it. So uh, I also kind of went went retro a little bit. Ooh. started playing Wolfenstein, The New Order. Not your kind of metro, retro, I've Matt. I never played any Wolfenstein before. I, I, you had me all the well, way past the word Wolfenstein. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, okay. It's a good game. It is a good game. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, my God, I'm loving it. The trailer at E3 three for Wolfenstein two. And I was like, what is this craziness? Uh, and I was too crazy for me, but this is like just the right amount of crazy. And it's such a fun first person shooter. Um, I know that there are probably other games where you get to like dual wield your guns, but like this one, <laughs> what just came on the screen? Did you see that? Yeah, I, I, did, one, that? I, did, one, I did one of the stickers. Don't worry about it. Sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to throw you okay, off, Sam. Uh, Blew my mind there. All right. Uh, yeah. So just something about at this game. I'm having a blast with it. And uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, how much time do I have left? I'm done. You right? have 18 have, like, seconds. Any time left. Um. Also, oh, I forgot what else I was going to talk about. It's fine. That's fantastic. That's that's all good. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll give Matt my extra rate. All right. So, <laughs> I'll use it. Um, Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to play Lawbreakers in the in the in the in the beta. I was in it, but I didn't get a chance to play it that weekend. I am excited to try it out for sure. Um, and Wolfenstein is Wolfenstein is excellent video game, just like a, a fantastic video game. Well, one of the great things I think about this um, uh, the second game coming out is I think it's made a lot of people who didn't play that game go back and play it. So uh, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. So. I, uh, I, I initially, when that game first came out, I was like, uh, you know, I, it was one of those cases of, it, it was like, I, I don't want to play this because I feel like it, all it is is taking the name Wolfenstein, you know? And I'm not even saying that like it, it feels like, oh, tonally it's, you know, it really is the, you know, but, but you know, I, we didn't, Doom hadn't come out at that point. Mm. So like uh, it could have gone either way, and I was just erring on the side of caution, just saying I don't want to play that because whatever, you know. And uh, you know, once Doom had come out, and like I heard, like no, that like Wolfenstein is actually a really good game. And then you know, picked up and tried it out, and uh, yeah, they're right, it is. Yeah, up until yeah. very recently, before I I played it, like I had no idea what the game was about, and I thought it involved like Wolfman, Frank. Creatures, and it was going to be like a horror action adventure game, which I mean, cool. someone still needs to make that because that would be fantastic as well. But uh, but this one, you know, it's it's still great, even though it's not that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, and the game like definitely harkens back to old school stuff, like the dual wielding, like two handed guns with one hand, and like the the way that you even pick up ammo and health, and, and sort of the over the top nature of that stuff is. It, it did a great job. But in much the way that Doom did in, in last year of taking a game, keeping its spirit, but updating it 
for a modern sensibility and uh machine games which is which was that was their first game as that studio but they were a studio that made really cool first person games in the past the 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 riddick games and the darkness games uh which both do really cool stuff with um uh first person so it's neat to see that lineage sort of going uh forward with them um yeah did you you haven't finished it yet sam no, not yet. Okay. Um, pretty need 80% done, I think. Okay, because the ending is is pretty crazy. So I'm anxious to hear what, what you think of it. Uh, all right, uh, Matt, are you ready to go here? I'm, I'm going to put three minutes on the clock. Absolutely. All right, three minutes and go. I have a confession to make. Okay, what's well, your confession? Well, it's three minutes, 18 seconds. Mm. Three minutes, yeah, that, so, that is right. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. right. Um, I kind of hate arms <laughs> uh-oh i mean i i was in that nintendo denial where like oh this game's okay oh. and, and then it gets to that point where you're like if i act now i can get most of my money back oh boy um, yeah so i sold arms uh, uh for mario kart and okay. uh you know i uh it's Mario Kart. Wow. It's a ton of fun, but I've already been playing that like twenty some odd hours or so. Like I've, you know, like it, it's great. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I I was not going to get it because I, I have it on the Wii U. Why would I rebuy it? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I I basically like had that kind of money from games. I wanted something for for the Switch, and it was like I uh, I, I I'm going to get Mario Kart because I you know I want something to play and. It, it's awesome, and I like the extra features that they have in the game. The uh, the the uh, uh, battle versus uh, arena type levels are a ton of fun. Um, I yeah yeah. So I've been playing a lot of that. I uh, I don't remember if the last episode I, w- I was on. I think it was. It was the Super Nintendo one. Uh, yes. And we kind of talked about uh, Metroid and everything. And so I want to play Metroid. So I played through all of uh, Zero Mission. Um, it's it's great. It's a good um, one. Yeah, it's uh, I uh, and while playing it, it's the first time I've played my with Game Boy Advance like hardcore for a long time, and uh, now of course I can't just ever be satisfied or happy. I want to. I have the I have the faux Nintendo looking Game Boy Advance SP, mm. uh, but it has the frontlit screen, uh, and okay. the later models have the backlit screen, and yes, modding. Game Boy Advance is, is a thing, so I think I'm going to be looking into that. Oh, boy. Uh, I know. I know. I can't just ever let something be. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, Metroid Zero Mission is a great game. It's a lot of fun. Um, uh, I was looking forward to next week getting Splatoon, but then I knocked my tooth out. And uh, uh, so, you know, I... Uh, I decided to choose uh, vanity over video games, so I decided to take the money from Splatoon and put it into my tooth fund. And uh, well, I have a tooth now. So well, that's I mean that's not just vanity. <laughs> then. I would say that's a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Well, in, in Arkansas, it's a, you know I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't perpetuate <laughs> the stereotype, but but yeah, and. Uh, in, in, no, uh, I just I couldn't I couldn't not I can't go to San I couldn't go to San Diego with a big hole in my mouth. So I 
I, that's gotta, fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. 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 I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want to like go to Mars panel and she like introduces me to like <laughs> someone in the William Marston estate and like, hi, thank you for helping yeah. my wife with her book. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, oh, I don't want to like go up to Walt Simon and say like, I love your Thor. You know, I just didn't, <laughs> because once you, once you, have no tooth you talk like that well i guess like is that why it happens yes that's that's how it happens Ah, it comes at time in every young arkansan's life when (laughs) when, uh, they get a tooth knocked out and their voices change um but yeah no when does that when does that happen matt because you are 30 yeah well i actually knocked the tooth out when i was in my uh 20s okay it wasn't the first time uh oh i'll get into the story it's a little embarrassing and shameful um, <laughs> so in high school, uh, well, no, I guess I was at 18. I wasn't in my twenties. I was in, I was 18. Uh, but anyway, uh, in high school, uh, I was working out and I was swimming. Your first mistake. Have, first mistake. Yeah, ex- exactly right. <laughs> uh, I didn't have my goggles and I was doing a exercise that's un- underwater. And I know it sounds like I did water aerobics. I did not do water aerobics. Uh, <laughs> okay, Matt, geez. No, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with water aerobics. But anyway, uh, I forgot that there's an incline in the pool, and I smacked my face against it and broke my tooth off. Uh, To put in a temporary one, you're thinking, no. Uh, Put put in a temporary one, and uh, it had been in there for, what, like, I'm like, I'm going to be 30 and, and, and God, I'm going to be 30 in August. So, you know, like, a good 12 years. And yeah, Saturday morning, uh, we have a dog and I might have, she, she likes to tug on a rope and, you know, I shouldn't have done this as an adult. Uh, I decided to tug with her. Mm. Uh, I put the rope in my mouth and all of a sudden I was like, oh, oh, wow. That tooth got knocked out. You put the rope in your mouth? Yeah. Okay, because when yeah, you yeah. said, oh, in the Discord, you're like, oh, I was playing tugger over my dog. I figured you were tugging, and then and your I hands flew, my... and you hit yeah, your face. No, no. Oh, and here's boy, the thing, Matt. too. Here's the thing, too. Here's the thing, too. Oh, Mara yeah. had told me at least five times. <laughs> you have that thing, too. Don't tug with the dog <laughs> with your mouth. And I was like, well, what does she know? <laughs> Which... She knows a lot. Yeah. She knows everything. She's a smart person. She's a real smart lady. And uh, Don't tell me what to do, Mara. <laughs> I can tug with my mouth if I want to. But yeah, well, I, I was just my... saying, no matter what Mara says from now on, listen to her. Yeah. So I'll listen. Yeah. yeah. You better listen. So, uh, yeah, Sam was asking me today. She was like, hey, do you think it would be okay if we talked about, like, um, capture cards and stuff like that because I'm interested in, in she's interested in getting one and wanted to talk about it and I said absolutely uh, I get a lot of questions about this stuff um, and I used to ask a lot of questions about this stuff too before I got into it you know I was constantly asking people I watched like what do you use stuff like that so I think the best way to go about this Sam is for you to kind of start it off and like let me know what questions you have and, and what you're thinking okay so basically I want to I want to be able to record from my PS3 just bunch of stuff left over from that system that I'd like to, to get on video. Um, I was looking at stuff online and there's, I don't know, something about HDCP and copyright stuff and stuff doesn't always train and like you need a special PS3, but sometimes the audio doesn't come. 
run through the computer and then I run into my computer issue, which is it doesn't work worth shit. So uh, <laughs> that's probably part of my problem, me getting a capture card. But mm. I didn't even know like what, what the proper technique is to get stuff from a PS3. Okay, that's a great question, actually. I mean, that that's... Uh, so H, let's let's start with this. So basically, wh- what Sam is talking about, people don't know. Like, um, basic a capture card is a, is a device, um, usually a little small device. It's usually you know like if people are watching the video, it's like this big, but it's um, the size of like a couple like probably a little bigger than index card, really, but yeah. much thicker, obviously, but about the size. Uh, uh, I think, like, sunglasses case. Yeah, sunglasses you know? case is, is probably a, yeah. a good touchstone for that. Or even, like, a little external hard drive. It's usually about the size <laughs> of that. And basically what yeah. it usually has is, like, an HDMI port on it. Um, some of them have others, but most of them have an HDMI port on it um, and a USB cable that would go into your computer to capture the footage that you're taking. And basically allows you to externally capture... Um, footage from a console uh, to a computer. Now, this was a much more um, vital device um, for just anybody wanting to do it before the modern generation of consoles, right? Because the PS4 and the Xbox One said, guess what? You're going to be able to stream and mm-hmm. and record, um, at least in a limited sense, because uh, uh, I think there's a limit on how long the clips can be um, when you're recording internally. Sam, you would know way better than I would because you do a lot of videos with yes. the internal recording. It's an hour. It's an hour. Okay, that's so good, though. Oh, that's generous. And, that's not uh, bad. Yeah. yeah, you got you to gotta set yourself a little timer when you start recording because <laughs> if you if you really mm-hmm. get into it, you forget to pay attention, you go over, all of a sudden you're missing the first part of your recording, <laughs> which if you'll go back and look at that Heroes Hideout video that came out today, you'll see a little bit of what I'm talking about All there. Right. Yeah, so yeah, very yeah. important to set yourself a timer. Yeah. So so what I'll say is, like, um, Sam uses all internal stuff on her PS4. She uses ShareFactory, and there's a great video that she put up, uh, What is of ShareFactory, where she goes into how that works. And the, the, method it, for the, the, the place that it's come is pretty impressive, comparatively, because... When I first started, like, just dabbling my foot in it, there was no way to do that, right? The PS3 and the Xbox 360 were not powerful to do anything like that, and so you needed external gear. Um, so that's pretty cool. So if you're just looking to dab your toe into it and see if you like it, like, that's a pretty good way to do it if you have one of those two main consoles. Like, Sam, Sam and Cody both produce pretty good videos with good quality, considering the fact they're, they're recording internally, um, without any external gear at all, except for our, you know a, a headset or a microphone to to g- get in there. Um, now, when you go back to stuff like the PS3, obviously there's nothing there. Now, the PS3 is a is a special case. So you mentioned HDCP, which is um, security um, that's put onto HDMI signals, basically. Now, if you, like so, if you were going to capture the Xbox, has never had a problem with this. Like the Xbox um 360 you could capture easily with an hdmi cable and the xbox one does the same thing the ps4 has a setting has a toggle you can go to the settings and turn off hdcp so you can capture game footage but you can't ca- so it's, it's supposed to protect you from going on to netflix or to amazon or uh-huh. to voodoo and buying a movie and okay. then capturing that movie hmm. and basically stealing the movie and be able to repurpose it for yourself at a full quality um the PS3 is HDCP protected, and there's no way to turn it off. The The way that you get around that is um, a lot of the capture cards, and I can speak for um, 
uh, the Elgato, which Matt has. Um, he has like there's newer versions of all these cards. The version Matt has, I know for sure, because I had it, has adapters, and so there is an adapter in there that's for the PS3. And basically, what it allows you to do is um, plug into the AV out port on the PS3, which goes composite or component cable out. So you can use like you know, I, I believe it's red. It's green, blue, red. I don't remember. Yeah. I, th I think that's what it is. Uh, yeah, um, composite. Com composite, a component out, yeah. um, component, which, yeah, which is right, still sorry. HD, but it's not the same thing as HDMI, and that can't be copy protected. Yeah. So you can go out that way, and it'll allow you to do that, capture PS3 footage that way. Um, I have I have an I have an Avermedia card. I have the Avermedia. Um, let me see. I have actually right here. The Avermedia Extreme Extreme Cap U3. Which is, is cool because it's, it's USB 3.0, which means that I can actually capture and watch my footage on my, the same screen. So basically, I, don't, I can bring my PS4 over to my computer and, and plug it into the capture card and plug that into my computer and play right in the interface and have no lag because um, it's USB 3.0. Uh, USB 2.0 stuff won't let you do that. Um, most cards have a way for you to use PS3 stuff, some sort of component um, input that you could use. Um, some of them have an adapter so you that plugs right into the back of the PS3. That's like the AV out, but you'll have to look into the different um, uh, the different cards for what they do. Uh, they also have cards though that uh, capture things that you don't need a computer for. Like Hugh has one, which I think is called the Avermedia Live Gamer Portable, which you plug like an SD card or an external hard drive into, and you can capture everything right onto there. Um, and then you can transfer the files over to a computer if you want to and edit or do whatever you want to do or transfer them to whatever. And I, it records an MP4, which might, you might actually be able to bring into ShareFactory as well, Sam. I'm not sure how compatible all those things are with one another. Um, but yeah, it's going to come down to the card. Like I know the Elgato stuff and the Avermedia stuff usually comes with adapters for it but you have to make sure that there's some sort of something other than hdmi in um to the capture card or you cannot capture ps3 footage yeah and then if you want to use a microphone to record your audio over um i think some of them have a, a input into the capture card or would you oh. just like record like on your pc separately and then splice them together yeah so what do you, what do you think? Yeah. all the external ones ones that are completely external have some sort of probably eighth inch like jack in them like a, it looks like a headphone jack mm -hmm. that you can plug in a headset to yeah. or some sort of you know, some sort of line into it to get chat audio into it. Um, I know the one Hugh uses has that. If you're capturing two, if you have the one that you need a PC for, then no, it won't have an audio in for your chat headset. You have to do that through the computer. Like the one that Matt has, the Elgato, it has software. It has Elgato yes. capture software, and you can add your mic right in there, and it'll keep it in sync so it stays it stays okay. synced up absolutely and yeah. a lot of times what i do um i mean i, I use that i use the commentary function mm -hmm. uh but a lot of times what i will also do uh just because i'm overly cautious and also because when we record uh we record both ty and i playing the game so we can capture our reactions uh i make sure that uh we record uh kind of twice over i guess as far as the audio is concerned yeah. we have uh, essentially garage band or uh well actually we use like iMovie mm -hmm. uh but we have uh 
we have that capturing the audio too. So actually Ty and I, when we edit, uh, we have about three or four different audio files where we have like the game uh, audio. We have just our audio, even though it sounds like shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm, we're, we're about to get better mics, I promise. <laughs> uh, uh, but also we have, you know, what's being recorded uh, kind of in sync through the Elgato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's actually a very important point. And I also the same thing is that... Um, like, well, let's say when we record Monster Claws, and I'll give you that as an example because it's like a tangible thing that people could look at and see how we do it. Um, we don't do face cam yet, which we were gonna, we are gonna do. We're sort of limited also because Justin's laptop, it, it's it's good for a laptop, but it's not good for video production. You know, it's not it's not good in that sense. So it can't handle the face cam and the. Um, the the footage at the same time like in a program as uh, recorded separately but right now let's just say what's there which is the the video footage of us playing and then us talking over it uh i use to record the, the footage i use the avermedia software that comes with the with the card that i have it luckily and i think elgato does the same thing correct me if i'm wrong matt it records the game audio and our commentary track on separate audio files it does. Yeah. It does. Which is incredibly handy. Yeah, which that is incredibly key, basically. If you're going to be recording into any sort of um, any sort of computer and it, it allows you to do this, always allow the option to record your voice and the game audio on separate channels because it is really difficult, especially for what we're doing and probably people out there too, to be a producer and to also be the talent, in quotes, doing what you're doing. So you can try to mix the audio the right way, but sometimes it just doesn't work. And it's a real tedious process. Yeah, yeah. And if your audio yeah. is, if, if you guys are too soft and the game audio is too loud, which that's the real biggest problem, right? If it's the other way around, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you, you, like people are there to hear your voices, you know, and more than anything else. But if you accidentally record the game audio too loud and your voices can't be heard very well, you're screwed. There's nothing you can do about it. So recording them separately. So I, that records it separately on separate tracks. And then I am con- incredibly anal about this kind of stuff. I also have audacity open at the same time, recording a backup of Justin and I's voices just in case anything goes wrong. Um, mm. And one, one episode of monster Claus that we recorded the, the mic that was set in the software was the webcam mic, not our mixer. So the audio that was recorded into Avermedia was atrocious. Like, we never could have used it. Um, and I had the backup, thank goodness, right? So that's a, that's a big deal. Um, uh, you know, if you, I, I, the thing that always, uh, always happens, right, and it's true of everything, the more power you have as far as like a computer goes, the easier this stuff becomes, right? Because you're not doing a bunch of workarounds. Um, but the reason and yeah. I, the reason I Justin stream out Monster Closet in the first place ever did it was because it's also a backup of our recording. You know, I was like, how can we get a backup of the visual in case something goes wrong with the visual of the the recording? And that was let's stream it out. So if the worst comes to worst, there is this version of it that lives online that w- that will work when you're streaming uh monster closet mm-hmm. are you streaming to twitch from the ps4 yes directly yes yes or are you going okay sometimes you... when you're streaming are you using obs so yeah so that that's the thing monster closet because of it's a pretty good example because there, there are technical limitations with justin's rig so i have to use the workaround of streaming through the ps4 from his so that 
the 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 computer load of recording and the computer load of streaming are separate from each other because um, it couldn't handle both. Um, what, what I'll what I'll say is that um, if you have a power enough computer, which I do at home, basically, I, I use a, a program called OBS, which is called Open Broadcaster Software. It's completely free um, and it's a super powerful piece of software. The one thing I'll say that's a downside of OBS is that there is a lot of freedom in what you can do with OBS. So there's a lot of points of failure in the OBS process. <laughs> a lot of them. Um, now, they've done a little better because now they have this, like, setup wizard that you can run, which is new in the last, like, two or three months. You can get a setup wizard and say, like, what do you want to do? Are you, do you want to prioritize streaming or recording? You pick that one. You have to pick, like, what are you targeting? Like, do I want it to be 1080p? Do I want it to be 720p? Do I want it to be 30 frames a second? Do I care if it's 60 frames a second? And then the and then it runs an auto wizard for you. And it goes, like, okay, here are the settings that work for your computer and your internet connection. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then it's, like, kind of just go. And, yeah, you don't have as much freedom because um, there's a lot of stuff you can do. But if you're just looking to get up on your feet and do it, it's a pretty good thing. Um what what I will always say is that until you get comfortable doing what you're doing, do one or the other, like stream or record, you know, um, or if you're going to stream and record, have the stream only care about the stream as a backup. Don't, don't be focusing on it because it's a lot to handle at one time. Um, at some point I'm going to do a video about how I do like the, the, um, the, like the battlegrounds videos I do when it's like Hugh and I's cam in the in the video and how I get the audio to work the way it does and all that kind of stuff. But I will say that like I'm a I'm a crazy person. Um so I've got a lot of gear and I've got a lot of different ways to make things work that have accumulated over years of basically trying and failing in different in different aspects. Um I've done so much podcasting and so many different podcasts that I have so many ways to capture audio. It's effing ridiculous. Like I have so many microphones. I have more microphones than like a band would have. (laughs) So, um, and so many mixers and all this kind of stuff like uh, that, that, you know, it's a little, it's a little unrealistic for me to say like, this is how I do it. And this is exactly how you should do it. Because that means would you go out and spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to get, to get near, to get, get what I'm doing. Um, but I will say this, that a lot of the issue with doing this stuff comes from when you want to add more than one person into the equation, right? Like, and I think Matt can speak to this too, right? Matt, if it was just you doing the streams or doing the recordings, you have a mic plugged into your computer you have you have the TV in front of you. You have a camera on your face, and it's super easy, right? It's yeah, like, I mean, yeah. yeah, everything is simple. Once you add a second, even one other person into the mix, it yeah. becomes a hundred times more complicated. Because even if they're right there with you, exactly. Yeah, yes, it, yeah, yes. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. Uh, so sorry, I, I was no. Trying, go, yeah, go, uh, go. Uh, yeah, like I, you know, I, I I'm discovering now when I'm editing these things. Uh, like so I'm I'm sitting on a couch with Ty, right? Mm-hmm. And we are playing a game and you know, part of the appeal or what I think is you know, or what I'm trying to have as the appeal uh outside of toy robots uh for the show is you know, it's just us talking while we're playing video games like we would normally do. Uh we and the problem with that is on a technical level, say I am just talking like this. Well it's gonna sound a lot different if I'm turning and I talk like this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though it's a very minor thing, it's one of those things If someone's engaged in the, in the show, 
they're they're kind of getting like 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 oh, Matt, quit turning your head, you know, like quit. Yeah. But at the same time, you you want to be able to have that kind of natural conversation because that's you know I feel like the moment that it becomes I'm giving a book report on freaking Ducktales that that's not <laughs> necessarily interesting because. I've heard everybody's book report on ducktails that I want to hear, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I want to have a normal, natural conversation, but yeah, like, so we're, we're experimenting with like lapel mics. We're experimenting with, you know, all kinds of different things. And going back to what you were saying about, you know, like uh, how you do it one way, but you don't necessarily recommend everybody do it that way. Uh, what I'm kind of learning is you kind of, I mean, listen to other things. I, I watch online tutorials. I, I, I listened to Bobby uh, find out kind of like take bits and pieces of it and ultimately find out like just what works for you. Yeah. Um, because it, it can, it can drive you up the wall. It really can. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it is. Look, I, I do video stuff. If people, people, I'm sure people know this, but like I do video stuff for a living. Like that's what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a, I'm a video professional for lack of a better term. I'm a, I'm a cinematographer. I'm an editor. I do this stuff for a living. Um, and nothing in my life has vexed me more than the process of getting the streams to look and sound the way that they do now. Like it was, it was a huge growing pains process for me. Um, and you know, some of fixing it was, like I said, it was throwing money at the problem, right? That that's part of it for sure. Um, and I'm in a very lucky situation now where, um, I I've got a pretty good setup for both, for both situations. Like with Justin like I'll explain quickly how we work the whole like, um, and here's a here's a tip too for the PlayStation microphone stuff. If you're just using the PlayStation, the secret of PlayStation is yeah you can use a chat headset, but also any USB microphone or simple USB mixer will feed audio into the PlayStation and it recognizes it or the Xbox. So like if you have a if you have a Yeti mic um, or any other USB mic, if you plug that into your PlayStation. It will recognize it as your 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 headset, and you're able to then use it as like your if you want to use it as your voiceover mic for when you do videos um, or live streams. That, that that's an incredibly important thing to remember um, because like you have actually have a lot of options and power for relatively cheap if you're just looking to sit down in front of your PlayStation and do streams that sound good there's always a like there, you're always going to be throttled with the playstation as far as the quality of the video the stream spit out um it spits out 1080p but depending on your internet and depending on what the playstation is feeling like that day the quality might be pretty good or it might be kind of shitty so like you, you're at the mercy of that but if you don't care about that like just getting on your feet and doing it you spend if you spend one hundred and fifty dollars on a relatively like the, the like the the Yeti mic, you're gonna get pretty good quality voiceover on your videos. And I gotta tell you, that's one of the most important things, and that's one of the things that people tend to forget sometimes is your audio of your voice is probably the most important thing that you are capturing in any moment. It's the part that will that people will tune your stuff out like that if you sound like crap. They won't listen. Um, uh, but Justin, so basically, what happens is. I have my I have our podcasting setup at Justin's for talking games, um, our usual podcasting setup, and we have two very good mics. These are not realistic mics for people to buy, and they're way overkill for people to buy. Like Sam, the microphone you're using right now, how much you spent on that microphone? Uh, it was fifty bucks between the mic and the power source. So 
and she sounds pretty good, right? She sounds good. Um, you don't need to spend more than that in order to get something doable. I always get asked, like, oh, what mic should I buy? How much should I spend? Um, and and I'm, my, my, my sort of, like, mind is sort of, like, warped on this stuff because I've done it for so long, right? I don't know what, like, the, hey, I'm just getting into this. This is what I'm going to buy thing is anymore. Um, so, like, we have two really good mics that go into a mixer. Now, uh, um, it, if people don't know what a mixer is, it's, like, that big – it's, like – I, I, I want to show people, but, like, now you guys are watching this video – it's it's a thing that has inputs all over it and dials all over it and looks really super complicated, right? Um, but this mixer is a simple USB mixer um, that plugs into the computer um, and sends a simple like stereo input. No matter how many people are jacked into it, a simple stereo input into the computer. Um, the computer reads that um, and then takes in the audio. And that's why I use to record the podcast. It's also what we use to record our voiceover commentary for Monster Closet. Now. We also have to get that audio into the PS4 um, some way. And the simple way to do it is to get it in USB. Now, this is where my situation is unrealistic. So just, 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 just listen to me when I say very unrealistic, all right? I have another USB mixer that I bought five years ago. That's like this little itty-bitty thing, super, super simple, that basically I run a cable out of the big mixer into that mixer and then plug that little mixer into the PS4. Um, and that allows me to get the same audio going into both places. This is what I mean by when you have more than one person, it's super complicated, right? Like if I was just one person, it would not be that, that, that complicated, but so it goes, right? Um, and that's also because I'm recording a backup, right? That's also because I'm super anal about this stuff. Um, when it comes to like, like my like streams I do at home on OBS, the least complicated of which is like the morning run, which is just me, my camera, and my mic. Um, I'm basically depending on the game I'm, what game I'm using. I'm either you. I'm either running my console into it, into my capture card, and into my computer, um, opening up OBS. And the, I'm not gonna tell you to use OBS. It's a whole other process. But that'll be a whole another conversation. But putting it into OBS putting my mic, my camera and my mic overlay on there and just hitting stream and going. Um, same thing when I do Battlegrounds. And here's the other thing that's unrealistic, okay? I have my, my game PC, which I built three years ago um, by my TV. Um, but I also have, because I I'm a professional editor, I have like a really nice iMac like, that I use to do editing and stuff like that at my desk. So I actually use my capture card to capture my PC um, and bring it into my bring it into the OBS software on my on my desktop computer, and then I use like simple browser capture stuff in OBS to put Hughes put Hughes face up there next to mine, and then just capture his audio like the way it comes out because it can capture voice very easily. Um, it's complicated, but once you sort of figure it out, it's not as complicated, but it takes gear. And that's the kind of thing that, 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 that um, happens when, when you do this, this kind of stuff. Um, so that's a very long way to answer Sam's question. <laughs> um, Sam, did you think any other, any other things you want to talk about as far as production or anything like that? No, no, I don't think so. In in the comments or in the in the post, um, I'll put links to like the stuff that we use. You know, like Matt, I'll, I'll put your capture card in there, and the the Yeti mics, and the mic the mic that I use, and 
the mixer that I use and the mic that Sam uses, stuff like that. So you can get a sense of what it is. But I really, if you're just like super intimidated by this stuff and you, you have a PS4 or you have an Xbox One, like watch Sam's What Is Share Factory video because that will give you a very, a very good taste of how you can start doing stuff and it not be scary, right? It, like, um, it's a great place to start once you want more options. And I think Sam is finally is starting to like get to this point a little bit. Um, you, you start to be like, what else out is there out there for me to do stuff with, you know? Um, uh, but until you get to that point, it's a great place to start. I, I think that people too often go in and dump a ton of money into gear and software and all this kind of stuff before they really realize what they want to do and how they want to do it. Um, so I think that's the best thing you can possibly do. Frankly, for me, without getting too much into a game room setup mm -hmm. discussion, um, the thing I was most surprised uh, to discover when I started off doing this was how much easier video is than audio. It's, yep. just, video, yeah, it's just unreal. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought video was going to be, especially because, you know, I'm, I'm, I try to play all my stuff through original consoles. Uh, I thought that was going to be just a nightmare because, you know, like how do you capture something that has a HDM, HDMI output uh, and hook it up to NES, you know? Uh, but like, as far as Elgato is concerned, like their accessories page on their website, they have a RCA adapter that hooks right into, it's like RCA to S video and it hooks directly into the Elgato. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the, the biggest pain that I had to do was I had to mod my NES for it. Uh, but I didn't even have to do that. Honestly, I could have, uh, I could have just, uh, daisy chained it. I have a VCR and I could have just done that and it, it would have, uh. I would have been able to capture it directly from that. Um, right. But yeah, like it, it's, it's crazy how, I mean, as far as the video is concerned, I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to say that, you know, the video quality of our show is perfect or whatever, <laughs> but honestly, it's, uh, it, it's surprising what you can get away with. I mean, when we're playing those video games, I mean, I know, I know you don't see the TV that we're playing on, but it's like a 2000, like, uh, it's a it's a tube TV. I mean, it's a it's a it's not it's not there's not an HDMI hookup on that thing. Yeah, and yet we're still able to capture it directly from there to mm. to the computer. Yeah, um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, the good thing about video is like, it if it look if it looks good, it's good. You know, that's that's the thing about mm -hmm. video. There's so much more to audio, which is like the thing that like it it, it drives everybody nuts. It, dri it drives people who do this for a living nuts. Audio will, always is the thing. Um, but yeah, and I would say if anybody has any other questions about this stuff, please send them into us, talking underscore games on, on Twitter or games at talkingcomplex.com. Like, I, I love answering questions about this stuff. Like, it's 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 one of my favorite things in the world. So, like, I, I love answering stuff. And, like, the cool thing is now we have so many different people doing this stuff. Like, Matt has a totally different experience than I have, and Sam has a totally different experience, and Cody has a totally different experience, and Hugh has a totally different experience. So we have a good breadth of knowledge about different ways about doing things, you know? Um, I will say too, if, if, you're, if you're a PC person and you're thinking about this stuff, if you have like a nice PC, like a nice gaming PC, like um, your, like your graphics card, your AMD graphics card, or your NVIDIA graphics card, there is a piece of software that comes with it that basically goes like, hit this button and we will record your voice and the gameplay and your webcam if you want. You know, and even like, even now Windows has it built in. Now too, they have like their own thing built in. Windows 10, the new update does the same thing. 
So you are able to just go boop, 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 and then like you're recording something. Um, spoiled. Spoiled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so if you're looking, at, if you're in the yeah. PC looking to do it, do it that way because like that, like, like you don't have to go through all the other stuff to do that. You know, just hit those buttons and and then again, it'll, you'll come to a point where you go, you know what? I wish I, I had more options. I wish I could do this or I could add this or I could do this. And then you start like moving yourself up to the next grouping of stuff. Watch some YouTube tutorials. I learned OBS by watching tutorials. I, I, I looked up I would I looked up general tutorials and then when I had a problem, I would search for that problem, find a video about it, and and watch it. You know, that that's that's like how, how you learn this stuff. It's not yeah. it's like not it's not a magic trick, you know. It, it it's it's simple in, in a in a way because it's just all that power at your fingers to search what, what you wanna what you wanna do. Um but yeah, it's uh, it's been cool because uh, I feel I feel like I finally sort of get it, and it's been like two or three years of me trying to figure it out, and so it, like I'm pretty confident now about it, which is nice because I've never been confident about it before. Um, all right, so let's do some listener questions, huh? This time, Sam, there isn't a listener question from you, so we're gonna break that trend. Um, oh well. <laughs> our uh, our first one is from Cody, um, Cody Tietrich. Uh, and he says, what's your favorite Disney movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to go first? Not, not, Disney, not Disney movie game? Just Disney no, movie? Disney movie. Just Disney movie. Okay. Live action cartoon? No, no, Dis- just Disney movie. He just says Disney movie. He doesn't say animated. I, I, I want to make this more complicated, Bobby. I, I would say it has to be a Disney, <laughs> stu- at least Disney Studios. Like It can't okay. be like a Buena Vista no or a Touchstone. You know... It's got to be. It's got to have that that castle at the front, you know, with oh. the. Okay. No Marvel, no. No, no Marvel, no Star Wars, okay. no. Because mine was going to be the Force Awakens. Oh, Sam, so cheater, cheater! Against now the, I have to. Against the I, I guess if it's if it's not going to be that, uh, uh, probably I would go with either Lady and the Tramp or 101 Dalmatians. If I have mm. to go with a traditional, so. Mm. Mm. Old school, old school. I like that uh, that sultry dog that sings in uh, Lady and the Tramp. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Like, for what sure. a dog that one! <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I like I like her a lot. She's she's an alright dog. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt, what's yours? Great mouse detective. Oh, you're like a hipster with this stuff, huh? <laughs> that's, I'm that's not a hipster. Is too freely. Really came out when I was a kid. I like. It. I know. Oh, I like the Great Mouse Detective. I'm so cool. I don't like any of the ones that everyone knows. <sighs> Fine, Aladdin's great. <laughs> I'm joking. Great Mouse Detective is awesome. I like. I think it's a really cool. Movie. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good uh, Sherlock Holmes. Vincent Price. It's in that movie. Yeah, yes, he is. My favorite Disney movie. Mm, it's boring to say like Aladdin, definitely. Um, but Aladdin is one of my favorites. Uh, Aladdin's probably my favorite, but I think Beauty and the Beast has the best music. That's I think that's my my, my way of thinking about it. I agree. I'm more of a like, as far as soundtracks are concerned. I love God. I know. I know. But I, the Little Mermaid soundtrack is so well written. Like that uh, is it Alan Menken? Yes, yeah. Alan Menken. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's on another level. He also did Beauty and the Beast, which is really good. But I think Little Mermaid is it's really good. Um, 
That, that's, yeah, I think that's my favorite. That's I think that's definitely my favorite. I, I I do really love Sword in the Stone and Robin Hood. I do love both of those movies. When I was like a a, a little kid, those are my two favorites. Definitely, those ones I watched like on repeat, for sure. Sword of the Stone's real good. Yeah. I, I like some of the weirder, weirder Disney movies. I like Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. I think that oh, one's really cool. Oh, I love Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Yeah, right. It's so good. Yeah, it's such a, it, it's such a bizarre movie. It like, is. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the Black Cauldrons, are, like like it's, yeah. it's just a weird movie. Yeah. Like, and it's weird that Disney made it. Yeah. You know? Black Cauldron is so strange. Black Cauldron, I had like one of those like little like picture book adaptations of it. Like mm-hmm. it. Um, and I read that a thousand times before I ever saw the movie because the yeah. movie was really hard to find, like on, mm-hmm. on VHS. Oh, it was such a flop that Disney has yeah. pretty much just no, we'll never touch it again. Yeah. So in yeah. my mind, it exists mostly as that book, which is crazy yeah. um, in a lot of ways. Um, in, in Disney's defense, I've, I, Mar and I were literally talking about this like a week ago. Um, but like Black Cauldron should have done well. I mean, Secret of Nim came out right around that time mm-hmm. and it was a hit. You know, D&D was as big as it was it ever has been in yeah. like the mid 80s. Like, I don't blame Disney for trying the Black Cauldron, but no, it bombed. Yeah, it bombed really bad. Um, OK, so next question. This is from Kyle Springer. He asked this on our on our Discord, on our Patreon Discord. Do you guys think games like Firewatch, etc., these short experience kind of games, have any merit as a longer AAA title, or maybe just longer game in general, since a lot of these don't have AAA appeal, or would those games lose that experience being that long? Um, you know, I'm a I'm a huge fan of games like this, uh, and I, I I think that wanting them to be longer experiences would probably take away from what makes them special in the first place, which is being mm-hmm. these very tight, very, um, you know, v- very mm-hmm. intense and personal experiences that, that you have in a couple of hours, like a film. And then you move on from, um, the longer they go on because they're so story based, because they're not based on a mechanic that you're going to repeat over and over and over again, uh, the chance for boredom obviously comes in because you're not doing anything mechanically interesting, but also the longer a story goes, the more holes it, it, it has, the, the less chance that it is a quality experience all the way through. I, I think that the closest you get to something like this is right is like the last of us, right? That's the closest you get to one of those stories writ large. But in the last of us, there is hours and hours and hours and hours of just regular video game playing right where you're you're shooting stuff with a gun like that's like what you do if you had a gun in firewatch it wouldn't really be the same type of thing i don't know you just played firewatch didn't you yeah yeah and i and i think you're exactly right like you mentioned the last of us there's a lot of people that the the popular belief is like oh that's the real theatrical video game like that was like like it would be a great movie like that game could have came out as a movie and people would have loved it i'm like i don't think people would have i don't you know i mean it's it's a fantastic game because it's you know, like it's it's it, it exists in that medium. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I I, I make this con- discuss same discussion when it comes to comics a lot of the time. It's like like yeah, Watchmen's great as a comic, but when it's a movie, yeah, it's polarizing and people like have opinions about it and all this other stuff. It's just it's one of those things that I I I, I feel like video games should embrace the medium and what they are. And I think games like Firewatch, when they're these short experiences, like if you want to be really story-based, if you want people to really have a story that sticks, I think those shorter experiences are, are 
you know, are good. And also we're now in a, a, a point where, you know, you don't have to charge $30 for that or $40 mm-hmm. like that. You know, I bought it for seven bucks and how much was it when it originally came 20. out? Maybe 15, 20. 20 yeah. Right? So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, $20. If you're, you know, if it's, if it's a good story and you played it for four hours, I mean, that's, isn't that worth it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you bought it, it would be, it's more than you get out of a movie, right? If you sure. if you buy a, if you yeah. buy a Blu-ray or something like that, um, and almost the same as buying a movie ticket. And it, so, yeah. yeah, absolutely, I agree. What about what do you think, Sam? So I haven't played Firewatch, but I played Gone Home, and I love it so much. And I feel that keeping it a short. <laughs> short time frame is the the perfect thing for i i'm gonna have a pretty unpopular opinion here but i tried to play the last of us and i didn't get very far in it um i mean it, it it seems like it's a good story but it's just there's so much slow walking and talking to tell the story that I start to get bored because it feels like it is a real video game and I want to be doing like more video gamey things while I'm playing. And so having those mixed into the longer form really wasn't working for me. And so I've, I still haven't finished that game, even though I know that it's, uh, you know, everybody says it's like one of their favorite games and I'm sure it does have like this fantastic story, just like my attention span is not able to, to stick it out through that. So I think keeping it in a, in a shorter time frame is definitely the way to go. Keep it more contained. Keep it more like a movie. Uh, I'm done talking. Sam, I, I, I completely agree with you. I think nowadays people are finally starting to be a little bit honest about uh, The Last of Us. Uh, I think, I, I, and I played it when it came out, just like most people did. Uh, it's not like a movie in which you can revisit every couple of years, you know, and we're, we're just not at that point yet. Uh, you know, like, like, yeah, I, 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 I can see, uh, handing someone a copy of the last of us like three years out. Uh, you know, like I think a lot of what, why we were so invested is, is the, uh, is, you know, the popularity of the game at the time. Uh, and you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, 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 it's a, one of those weird things where you have to kind of embrace, like I mentioned embracing the medium. You have to understand that a video game is not a movie and it has merits that movies don't just like, you know, movies have merits that video games don't. And while they can have similarities, expecting the same experience out of both of them, I think is, I don't, I don't think that's, that's a good uh, way to approach something. Yeah. I, and I mean, I think... And I didn't mean to spin this off into discussion about The Last of Us, but I think that the, I think that the, the thing about The Last of Us is that, um, for a big budget AAA game, and I know we have listeners who disagree with me about this, and I, and I, and I totally am not saying that I am one hundred percent right about in, in in my thinking about this. For a AAA big budget video game, it it has an excellent story that it attempts to tell in a mature way, right? Sure. Um. To me, the problem with The Last of Us is that 
I, I think playing The Last of Us is the least good part about The Last of Us, right? And and there's so much of the shooting in The Last of Us, mm. th- and all the, and, and the combat that it takes away from it takes it away from it for me, um, which is why. I put it on easy and just was like, I just want to get through. The, I just want to see the story. You know, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care about being good at this combat, right? Um, that's why I think that games like, I think games that set out to tell a ambitious and interesting story, that allow you to do the video gamey thing of dying and having to repeat sequences, take away from what makes a story special, unless yeah. it, or, and effective, unless that is part of the story. You know, unless that's. And, and like I haven't finished Near right yet at all, but I, what I understand is that Near uses its video gameness to tell its story, and so I think that like that's a very interesting way to go about it, right? Like that does something for me. Like if you could die in Firewatch, it wouldn't be it wouldn't make the game any better, you know? It would make the game right. worse. And so I think that games need to realize this at some point. Like that's why like a game like Until Dawn, which which if you if you mess up okay fine the story the story will continue just differently and, and that's how i think that games that are focused on telling stories need to sort of learn their stuff from like i love the uncharted games sticking with naughty dog they tell good stories they have great characters but when i die because i i didn't hit the triangle button at the right time in this big huge action sequence like that it doesn't make it more rewarding to me when I hit the triangle button the next time, you know, like if I have to rewatch like this building, this ancient building falling down the side of a mountain, it looks so cool. But once it's the second time around, it's not as interesting. And and so I feel like making the games longer, like Firewatch and stuff like that would, would probably put pressure on the developers to do more video gamey things like that. And I don't think that that's necessary. I will say a game like Night in the Woods, which we talked about a lot on the show, is longer. It's like 12 hours long, which is not like a 20-hour, 30-hour game. But 12 hours is a good... That's as much as your like Uncharted's usually are. And that's full-on story. Can't die. You can't do whatever. Like, you can go on. And th- that's a pretty good example for me. But, yeah, I, 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 I don't think... I think making them longer would take away what's special about them. Um. So, I... I just want to say one thing about Nine in the Woods, also an unpopular opinion. I, I tried to play that game too, but I just didn't get invested in it. And I only got a couple hours in and I was like, if this were just a sh- game, I would stick it out and play. But knowing that it was that long, I'm like, oh, I, I can't stick it out through this. So that's another one that I haven't finished. I'm booting you off, Sam. You're done now. I'm done. I, I think there's, there's interesting discussions uh, <laughs> in regards to the fact that uh, video games, I mean, video games are interactive, whereas a movie, a book, a comic, a, a play, whatever, those are voyeuristic. You know, those are things you watch, uh, whereas, you know, it's hard to tell a story in which you're having to interact mm-hmm. as it's going on. And yeah, I like that's the thing. I, I, I don't. I think that uh, there's some very interesting experiments with that, like the Telltale stuff, like you mentioned, uh, like the uh, Until Dawn and all that stuff, um, or Gone Home, or I, 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 whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I, I think uh, you know it's it's you know it's one of those the, those cases. There's a very interesting discussion to be had there. Yeah, and I and it is, and I think it's a whole a bigger discussion, and we're going to wrap up mm-hmm. soon, so I don't want to get too far into it. But I've always thought exactly what you're saying which is that video games 
have this unique thing, unlike movies, unlike books, unlike music, unlike any other form of entertainment that's that is consumed on a mass scale, where you need a set of skills in order to see the content which is being delivered to you, right? Right. No matter how much a movie challenges you mentally, there's no barrier for you to see the end of it other than your own patience, right? Um, And so video games, video games aren't that, right? Video games, you need to be, quote unquote, good at them or at least decent at them to get through the stuff that happens. And so that makes them a very different and challenging form of expression to deal with. And I think people who want to express stories in those mediums, that's why they've gone to things like doing like the God home thing or the Firewatch thing or the Edith Finch thing, because they want people to experience their stories and what they want to express. And some of that stuff, especially Edith Finch, exists expressly in a video game form. Like the way you interact with that game, you couldn't experience a story like that if you were just reading it or if you were just watching it. But you can't fail really, you know? So because of that, you're allowed to experience it, have interactivity, but keep going on through. And I, and I think that this is one of those things, and this is a whole, uh, leads to a whole other pipeline discussion where I, I can't handle the like gatekeeping bullshit that people put on games and talk about how games used to be so hard and they're for babies no. now and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It's all right. gatekeeping bullshit that it, it aims to keep out people who want to get into games who didn't grow up ha- with an NES controller in their hands a- away. They want they want to keep yeah. the real gamers in and keep the, the, the expanded audience out. Um, now, a lot of the time that translates to, unfortunately, um, women, and unfortunately people who don't traditionally aren't really known as gamers, you know, mm-hmm. which is also a bullshit distinction in itself, right? That's this is why I cannot stand that 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 barrier. There are, there are very hard games and they deserve to exist and they still exist. We have it's, in fact since Dark Souls made or Demon Souls made its like debut, developers have gotten much more emboldened to make very difficult games again. But I think having games anybody who can play just because they're not, even if they're comfortable holding a controller or not is really important and i think difficulty levels on games are extremely important because somebody should be able to play the game no matter what their skill level is there should be no if they pay their 60 dollars or their 30 dollars or their 20 dollars they should be allowed to play that yeah. game and to its completion so if if you need to put a mode in that goes like just basically play it for me like you sh- that should be that should be fine i'm not saying right. everyone has to do that but it should be fine because you want as many people as possible to play your games because they are expensive to produce and they are expensive to buy um i i i could rant for hours about this topic it really really bothers me when people get on to this like high horse bullshit about about video games um like you you can you should be able to get more out of a game that is that is that is mechanically complicated if you are more adept mechanically at playing something but there should be a place for people who aren't that as well like th- that that's what i always think and it doesn't dilute or anything what 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 the experience is for you people get too hung up and this is not just on video games it's on everything about like your my experience is altered because someone else's experiences was different like that is the most bullshit thing in the entire world it happens in comics it happens in games it happens in movies i don't care well, the, sorry matt go ahead 
Oh, sorry. No. That's, that's, what, that's what's interesting is I think if anything is holding back the medium of video games, it's the same thing that's holding back. You talk about gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. It, it's absolutely a problem. Like, I think I think people just want to have a community. Like, they want to have, like, like an association with mm-hmm. a hobby. Like, for example, uh, you know, I I have recommended comics to my friends before, or like, people I work with and things like that. And like, oh, no, I'm not into comics. And to me, that's like saying, oh, no, I'm not into uh movies because i don't like comedies you <laughs> right know? yeah it, it's like it's you know for me it's like well, there's a comic that you'd probably really like like it's it's a form of telling a story just like I think there's a video game uh that you would really like i think i i, I i'm with you with the whole like uh shutting people out just because uh but but, but then, then there's the same level of like people perpetuate that problem because they want to you know have that association they want video games to transcend and be theatrical and be cinematic and be for everybody but at the same time they also want to keep people out and say mm. well you can't play that or, or you're you're doing that wrong it's like it's like if someone goes to see a star wars movie and just because they don't know who freaking neem numb is they can't enjoy it <laughs> right. you know it, mm-hmm. it's it's bogus mm-hmm. yeah absolutely Sam, you have any thoughts about this? We we went off a totally different direction, but <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I I just want to say like I I feel like right now we're kind of in the golden age of video games, at least for me, because the way they're built and the way they are so accessible and they have like the easy mode for people, it's just it's so fantastic. Like there's so many games that I can play and have a good time with because I was younger. I remember I bought Resident Evil 2 before because I loved the movies. I thought it would get into the games and I put this game in and like I couldn't survive 30 seconds and like I tried over and over again and I just kept dying and eventually I just like well I can't play this game and it's just it's been sitting in my cabinet for years because I've just never been able to play it. So I really appreciate like where we are now and all the options and abilities that we have to really enjoy video games. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I should say, I want to make sure that it's clear what I was saying before. I'm not saying that girls do not, women do not have the ability to play video games as well as men. I am not saying that at all because I am terrible at video games. And I've been playing video games since I was three. <laughs> you know, um, and I can tell you right now, Sam is way better than me at just about every video game she ever plays. She got a platinum trophy in Resident Evil Seven for God's sakes, which is ridiculous. Wow, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. You got a be- platinum trophy. I'm impressed. You you got to beat that game on like super hard difficulty, and like you also got to beat it in like what four hours or whatever it is. It's ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, I just think it's all bullshit. And people need to just like, just be comfortable and be uh, secure in the way you want to play and the way you do your thing, and don't make it about what everybody else does. Um, this is not at all what the question was about. <laughs> we it was spun totally off. I don't want to rope Kyle into like this whole discussion we came into. Thanks, he was, Kyle. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. God damn it, Kyle. Um, he was asking a very earnest question, just about games and their lengths and their stories, and we spun up with something totally different. What are we talking about? Disney movies. Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we have two more listener questions, but we're gonna get to those. We're gonna save those for next week because um, we went deep that on that one. Uh, both Heavy Arms and Jeff Beaton sending questions, and we'll get to those next week for sure. We've got a lot of cool stuff um, that's coming out every day from uh, for, as far as videos go. Um, 
um, Monster Closet and Heroes Hideout came out on Wednesday. So if you're listening to this live, that's today. If you're listening to this after that, it was Wednesday. Um, uh, uh, Ladies' Choice, uh, what, Primal Carnage, Sam? Was that the game? I don't know where you're finding these games, by the way. They, they were on sale. If it's something on sale, I'm just going crazy. <laughs> just hold me back. Cause, uh, what is Primal Carnage? It's a problem. I have no idea what Primal Carnage is. You have to watch Ladies' Choice. I got yeah. yeah. To figure uh, it's it out. dinosaur. Wait, is this? Yeah, you get to play as either a hunter rage? that is killing dinosaurs, or sometimes you can play as the dinosaur, and you try. No, it's not primal rage. Okay. Uh, dinosaurs okay. that try to kill hunters. So it's 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 so it has some server issues. I think it's been out for a while. There's not a ton of people playing, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, it. It's twenty dollars now, I think. But guys, I got it for three ninety nine, and uh, totally worth it. It's it's a lot of fun, so you should check it out. I thought they remade Primal Rage, and I was like, what the hell is wrong with people? Yeah, no, we're not that crazy. They're not that crazy, okay. Matt. <laughs> every Friday, Friday the Thirteenth video, Friday the Thirteenth videos come out. Um, also, every Friday morning, we're doing some PUBG, um, and my morning run is on Thursdays. I'm, if you're listening to this, it's probably past that point already. I am supposed to play Daddy's Dream Daddy, the the dad dating simulator. Um, it's on Steam. I don't know if it's actually going to be out by the time I do my thing tomorrow, because it, it has like the the it says it, when we started this at eighteen hours. So I don't. I think it's going to come out like at noon tomorrow. So I don't think I don't have time to. I don't think I don't think it'll be out by the time. If it's out, I will play it. I guarantee you. I will. I will download that shit and I will play it. Um, uh, if not that not not that day, another day for sure. Um, yeah, and then we've got our community night this Saturday, uh, I believe 7 to 9 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we're going to be playing some PlayStation 4 games. It'll be streaming on our Twitch channel, so um, twitch.tv slash talking games, so make sure you check that out. If you want to join in, um, you know, I'm, I'm at, I'm at, I'm Angelus104 on, on um, PSN, so you can friend me, or you can friend Sam or Cody, uh, Sorry, go ahead, Sam. Um, I was just going to say we're, we're still trying to figure out what games we want to play on Saturday. Um, That's You is one that we're – we don't know how many people if people are comfortable playing it. Um, we had a game called Hawken, which is like you've got mechs. It's a little bit like Titanfall 2. Uh, that one's kind of fun. It's a free-to-play because – we're trying to find games that anyone has access to. Um, so I know we've played Killing Floor 2 before. It was a lot of fun. But if you have any suggestions for games you want to play, and especially games that are free that people can get in easily, uh, just let us know because we're always looking for, for fun stuff to do. So, uh, yeah, so please join us and, and we'll, we'll play and, and we'll figure out stuff to do. We'll get into a party and, and we'll play. Um, if you're going to join us on the stream, just make sure that in your kind of voice sharing settings on the PS4, you turn on voice sharing so that your voice shows up on the stream. Because um, the, the PS4, we're streaming internally to the PS4, so there, you have to click that or, or you don't end up getting through. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter at talking underscore games, uh, check out, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a review. That would be amazing. Um, go to youtube.com slash talking games videos. Check out all the videos we've been talking about. Twitch.tv slash talking games, uh, for our live streams. Um, yeah, check out stuff we're doing. Um, I'm at Bobby Shortle on Twitter. Matt. Oh, I'm at Johnny Matt Wood. And Sam. 
Have you timed this? Oh my god. At SKSU. Are you in the negative zone? <laughs> there was a 40 second delay for us, Sam. Just so you know, whenever you hear my voice, it was a 40 second delay. <laughs> the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in frequency, frequency or something here. <laughs> Talking to my dad in the '70s. Oh my god! I don't think our usual outro is going to work very well on this on this one. Um. <laughs> oh, please. please. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for the Talking Games podcast. Until next time, thank you, Matt. Oh, thank you, Sam. You can tune into Legendary Runs this weekend. We're doing Gail Simone's Wonder Woman. This should be fun. Over on the talking comic side. I think she's laughing at your, uh, your, your frequency joke right now. Oh my God. I, she, uh, you ever see the lake house? Thank you, Bobby. Oh my God. She's faking it. There's no way this is real. It's got, no, she would not fake it. She would not fake it. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another. (laughs) 